It is time for Around the 412 with Smitty and Tyler. Welcome back to another episode of Around the 412. I am Tyler. With me, as always, is my co-host, Smitty. Be sure to go follow us on all of our socials at Around the 412 and go check out some of the links that we have in the description of each of these shows. Um, we've got a Rocket Around the 412 Year 6 promotion going on right now. You can click the GoFundMe, read about the mission. Um, in the last five years, we, with the help of all of you, we've been able to raise over $25,000 to be able to help kids in our local 724 and 412 area code, as well as last year being able to partner up with the East Rochester Salvation Army to help with their angel tree and adopt kids and be able to get them for the things that they wanted for Christmas as well. So go check out the description as well that in, in that in the description as well as everything custom designs with our friend Haley Wagner. Um, sh- she can make anything on a t-shirt and, she, and according to the last episode that we just recorded, she has done aprons and not hats yet, but you know, no there's, hopefully coming soon. But yeah, so go check those out. Um, and if you have noticed, this is the Penguins episode that we're doing this week. We have started something new that we are going to record each of the uh, the teams their own episode and put them out in consecutive days. So if you haven't, go check out the Steelers one that have come out before this one. And then tomorrow will be the Pirates. Um, so we don't know if that's going to be the order forever, but that's what we're doing, sticking with right now with going into the Steelers season and then hockey season coming up. So right now you were listening to the Penguins one. Um, so let's get into it. I don't know when you said you are you were listening to like first off, just playing Josh's voice for our intro. I like almost started to hear you were listening to the Pittsburgh Penguins Radio Network. Oh, right? yeah. you were starting to say there. Uh, yes, but I'm very excited about the the way that we're going to start putting the show out. I think it will be easier for people to consume, um, whether you're watching or listening to it, easier listen or watch. So, I mean, we just um, had a Steelers really episode that. 40 minutes long. Imagine if we did pirates and penguins on top of that. Yeah. So if you're in here for just one of the, one of the shows and for all of you that listen to the entire show, we appreciate all of you that were able to get through that. Because yeah. Thank, it, thanks Tyler Hernley. We know you're the only one. So <laughs> yeah, but now it, it's, it's much cleaner. Listen, uh, you can listen to, to whatever team you want to listen. And if you don't want to listen, well, forget you. So anyway, let's get into <laughs> the CeeLo green says, yes. Um, <laughs> I want to ask you, I, I think that we've kind of touched on him uh last week maybe because there might have his name might have been floated out there thomas tatar um seems very heavily linked to the penguins i'm not saying it's like on the same level of eric carlson but it seems like the penguins definitely in the mix very interested in bringing him in to fill a role within their middle six and obviously without jake gensel to start the season makes a ton of sense coming off 20 goals last year for the devils um, fits the profile as well, being an over 30 year old player. So that's nice. Um, but I think when you look at what this team needs right now, he's exactly what we're looking for. Um, a middle six player that can provide some scoring punch while Jake is out can move up in the lineup, but also, man, if you're talking about him playing in a third line role after Jake does come back and assuming Jake is healthy and going to be the same player he was before that injury. And then you got the tar in the third line providing, you know, somewhere between 15 to 20 goals. That's exactly what we're looking for. Like age be damned. I think that he would be a really good addition to this team. Yeah. Let's forget the cap right now. The, the whole salary cap, that whole situation that we would have to deal with, or actually Kyle Dubas would have to do it. We wouldn't have to deal with anything. Um, Let's just forget all of that for a second, and let's just look at the players individually as we sit right now. 
we harped on the bottom six not being able to score enough as, as it sits right now. At least that's what we project is that they're not going to be able to score. And that's why we were so ecstatic and, and we're pounding the table for them getting Eric Carlson. They did that. Um, so I, I think that this is a perfect move because pr- before recording this episode, I just went to to look up some of the point totals last season from the guys that we brought in. I'm not going to look at Drew O'Connor and Alex Nylander. Penguin fans, we've already... We know we know what they did, but yeah. some of the guys that we brought in, and, and granted, we know and have talked about to an ex- it extensively that this is going to be a much improved defensive unit, and we've we've touched on the scoring is not going to be there. So, in in twenty twenty three, twenty twenty two, twenty twenty three, this is what some of these players did. So Lars Eller in eighty four games scored twenty ten goals, twenty three points. Noel Acciari, seventy seven games, fourteen goals, twenty three points. Wow, the same. 81 games for um, for Matt Nieto, and he scored 12 goals, 24 points. Rem Pitlick, newly acquired in the Eric Carlson trade. He, he played in 46 games in Montreal last year and scored six goals and 15 points. And now Thomas Tatar, however, scored in 82 games, 20 goals and 48 points. There's a bit of a difference. He scored over double what the next highest would in our bottom six. I think that it is a, a need for the Penguins still to improve their scoring. I think that is something that, listen, Eric Carlson puts you over the hump a little bit. It, it it alleviated some of that burden from the bottom six to be able to score more, but that still doesn't mean that they shouldn't. I still think that they need to chip in their fair share if this team wants to get to where they are. Because if we're saying right now, is this team a Stanley Cup contender? I'm just going to flat out say no. I think that they're improved off last year. They might even be a they, they might be a playoff team. It's weird that I have to say that they might be because they missed the playoffs last year. Um, but are they a Stanley Cup t- contender the way they sit right now? Absolutely not. They're, they're just not. Look at look at the teams around the league. They're not built as a Stanley Cup contender right now. So a guy like Thomas Tatar would vastly improve some of that scoring that you would get. And like you said, with Jake being out for who knows how long, he's not going to be able to come back to at least it looks like around november at the earliest and that's when he's being reevaluated what if that's a negative reevaluation so whenever that comes and if if he's out for even extended period of time after that i think thomas deftar like you said is a perfect guy to be able to move up into that top six role he's already played top six minutes in montreal for a long time and i i, I think that this is someone who while he's not as good defensively as some of the guys that we brought in free agency He's definitely better offensively, and the, the stats don't lie when it comes to that. Um, and I, I don't—I haven't seen his Jay Fresh hockey card in a while. I'm sorry, I haven't done. I, I tried to find it, tried to see what percent percentages he was in. The most recent one I could find was 2021. Um, so, so I couldn't, and I don't subscribe to Jay Fresh. So, sorry, I can't find the updated updated percentages. But still, I think just looking on the surface numbers, it's easy to tell that this is a guy that would improve the Penguins and. What I'm really worried about when it comes to trying to be able to bring him in is the salary cap. That's 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 what I'll get into now. Is what are we looking at cap wise? Because certain cert, or currently as we sit, we are around seventy nine, basically eighty thousand over the cap. But that's without Jake being on LTIR, which will alleviate like five point eight some odd million or or five point nine some million uh, for the cap. But when Jake comes back, they'll still be over the cap. So how much could you sign to Tar to realistically look at? Because I don't think you have to look at like what is 
the the number we can sign him for in the beginning of the season. I think it's the number that you have to look at. Okay, when we project Jake can come back, how are we going to maneuver the cap to be able to be cap compliant? And what number can Tatar fit in to that? Obviously, like you'd love to get him for like a million dollars or less, but is that realistic for a player like Tatar? Like, I, I feel like he could demand much more than that. And by much yeah. more, I mean like two <clears throat> million or somewhere in that range. So I think if the Penguins could get him in a bargain, which to me, a bargain would be sub two million, I would do it and I would just figure out the cap later. That's Kyle Dubas's problem because right now, right now, you have to improve your team on the ice. And this is a player that would do so. I think you can figure out the cap layer. You could send players down, whatever, buried it, bury it in the NHL. Like Rem Pitlick, his money can go down to the AHL. Um, that that's fine. But when they, whenever you're looking at the surface level of the team, just looking at the way the bottom six is constructed, whenever Jake is healthy, we have a top six that can score and a bottom six that doesn't look like it's going to score a whole lot. And he could change that. So I'm very much on board for Thomas Tatar. The biggest issue right now is what number is realistic to be able to even sign him. And it's it's not just us talking about this, too. A lot of Penguin fans have been talking about it, but a lot of the NHL league, I feel like when I search Thomas Tatar's name, there's a bunch of stuff connected to the Penguins. So obviously I feel like there's interest, but what's the money going to look like? Well, yeah, it's weird. Elliot Friedman, like shortly after we got the Carlson thing done, Elliot Friedman mentioned he thinks the Penguins are still looking for a player like Thomas Tatar. And it was like, like Thomas Tatar or Thomas or- Tatar? Like, why are you mentioning <laughs> him by name like that? Like, it was just weird that he said his name specifically. Um, but yeah, so they've been heavily connected to him. Uh, I think Thomas Tatar even like spoke about his interest in the Penguins and the Penguins' interest in him. It does. It seems like it's going to come down to money. What's interesting is like it's even been floated out there like a PTO. And that just seems insane to me coming off a 20 goal, 40 plus point season that that would be you know, something that he would go for. Um, uh, yeah, I think that the bare minimum, he could get a couple mil. Um, yeah. So, I, but like with Carlson, I'm going to do it again. I think he's going to be a Pittsburgh Penguin when it's all said and done. I think there's enough interest from both sides to make it work. I think the thing that's funny, you mentioned like we were, you know, pounding the table for Carlson because of the lack of offense within the bottom six. It's like, okay, we got Carlson. But also since we've had that conversation, Jake, Jake's going to be out. So like mm-hmm. you're losing that offense now. So you got to find a way to supplant. So you can look at it like Carlson replacing some of what you lost with Jake. Thomas Tatar is filling those issues that we talked about with that scoring for the bottom six. Yeah. And, and if you don't bring in someone like Tatar, who's filling Jake's spot? Obviously, probably one of the guys on the second line, whether that it be Riley Smith or Brian Russ, will move up to the first lines. But who's taking that next spot up? What is it going to be a Alex Nylander? Or is it going to be some of the guys you brought in in free agency? Is it going to be Jeff Carter? I know we mentioned that, um, that that could be a possibility, but I still think you're best suited to bring in Thomas Tatar in this situation. Um, because if you, if you make the jump up of whoever is playing in that bottom six, sure, that, that could help out that, that position in that second line, but then you're making that bottom six worse, which we definitely don't want to do. So I think that you have to bring him in to be able to make your your team more competent, not just offensively, but make the lines more fluid. Have have it have it more evenly suited throughout the entire lineup and make it more even lineup. I don't care if you're going to have several like a huge discrepancy in your top six to your bottom six scoring, but I still think the bottom six needs to improve some. And so that's why 
regardless, whether whenever Jake come back or not, Thomas Tatar is a perfect example of a guy that can play in in both lineups, in, in the top six and the bottom six. And it's I think, like you, I think there's too much smoke to it. And just like there was too much smoke to Eric Carlson, where it's going to get done, it's just a matter of when. That's just how I feel. And maybe, maybe that is uh, a little premature to say um, that, that we both think that he's going to be a Penguin, but I don't think that there is this much interest. I, I, I don't think that there's this much smoke to it if there's not genuine interest from both sides. And that's what we saw with the Carlson deal. There was genuine is- interest from Kyle Dubas and from Eric Carlson. I feel like that is definitely the case in this scenario as well. So we'll see how long it takes to get it done. But by the time we started talking about Eric Carlson, it took like a month for that trade to get done. So I'm hoping that this one doesn't take as long, because uh, especially because it's a free agency signing. They just have to work, figure out the money purposes of it. But I, I don't care how many players you have to send down from the guys that we signed. None of them are Thomas Tatar. And Thomas Tatar is going to improve your teams in ways that some of these guys can't, which is getting the puck of the net. So I'm all for it. You know, it's funny. It's like we just got Eric Carlson, and now we're talking about wanting to acquire another player. Like We just sound so spoiled. <laughs> but as Penguins fans, we are spoiled. And I think that that's a great segue for what I want to talk about here because I get it. They haven't won a playoff series in a little bit. Um, last year didn't even make the playoffs. There's been, you know, for, for how high of a standard we have, they haven't met that as of late. Um, but to look at the Pittsburgh Penguins comparatively to all the teams around the league, like they could have looked at this situation right now and been like, maybe it is time to break this up. Maybe it is time to start rebuilding. And instead they go out and get Eric Carlson and just say, no, that's not happening. At the very least, they're going to try. Is it going to work? I don't know, but I know that it's not going to be for a lack of trying. So as a Pittsburgh Penguins fan, you got to feel really good that no matter what, while this team has Crosby, Gino, Latang, now Carlson to add to those guys, um, they're going to try everything in their power to win every to win it all. And I think you just got to feel really good about it. they've already achieved three cups, and to still have that hunger to add to that. Um, I think it just says a lot about what this is as a franchise, and we're very spoiled as fans. Yeah, I mean, think about what what we've seen around the league in our just our lifetime of some of these these franchises that have won cups or, or been been very good for a very long time, but then they get towards the end of that run and the team breaks up. I mean, look at what's what's happened with, with Chicago, Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves. That where are they where are they going to be? It's 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 just so different than a lot of franchises that you see around the, around the league. So we are spoiled, um, not just by the play that we've gotten, but the, the continued um, drive from the front office to still want to make this team better and win with the unit that they have. And granted, that is benefit to having 35 and 36-year-olds that are still scoring at the pace that they are and still being able to carry the teams at the way they are. Um, but that's also a credit to to the, the Penguins organization as a whole. And honestly, to, to Fenway Sports Group, they spared no expense in, in, try, in trying to get Kyle Dubas here. They were able to do that. And obviously, they want to win. The Penguins organization has made it, made it very clear that they are not breaking up this core and that they want to win. And I think that they're showing that, especially, and they brought in a guy in Kyle Dubas that, that wants to win. And he wants to win with the core that they still have. And he believes that just like all of us fans do, that they can still win with this core. And so, yeah, we are spoiled. Um, 
We've been spoiled for a long time, and this even goes past what what you and I have seen as Penguin fans. And this is going back to to the days whenever the Penguins organization, despite their their financial troubles, they still had Mary Lemieux and Yamer Yager. I mean, the, this this fan base has been spoiled for the past forty years in terms of just looking at the talent that they had on the ice. And then the Penguins were able to figure it out financially. They stayed in Pittsburgh, and ever since then. They've spoiled us with constant playoff runs until this this past season. But no, they didn't break it up. And they were able to try to improve the team based off of what they had last year. And they've done so. At least on paper, they've done so. They've improved the team what they had last year. And so as, as fans, we have to really appreciate the situation that we're in because not every organization would operate this way. Not every or- organization would have the the aging stars that we have and they miss the playoffs and then still keep that core together. It it could be completely different. And then two off seasons ago, not every not every fan base will be able to keep all their stars together like we did with with Malkin and Latang. I mean, it seems like it was close to like Malkin not getting a deal. Or at least there was there was thoughts of that happening. But no, mm-hmm. the the Penguins organization was able to make it happen. So yeah, we we are spoiled in in a lot of ways for the for the skill we had on the ice for the for the organization that is going to continue to try to drive this team to a championship run not a lot of fans can say that they have that and not just in hockey but in all sports i think that it's it's a unique situation that we have in pittsburgh to be able to have the stars that we've had keep them together as long as we have and have a team that wants to win and it's two-sided right i mean you got to have the players that want to stay here who's to say after you know that year when just a couple of seasons ago, when Latang and Gino hit free agency, they didn't have to come back. And then after, you know, not missing the playoffs last year, one of those guys could have been like, I don't want to be here anymore, but these guys have wanted to be together here as well. So good on the players as well. We're also spoiled from that aspect to have this group of guys, not just as players, but who they are off the ice too. It's just all around as Pittsburgh Penguins fans, we've been spoiled. And and I mean, you talk about just the the these these more recent ones in 2009, and then in 2014, Malkin could have left. He could have he could have pulled a Neymar and said, "I don't want to play with Messi anymore," and go be the guy somewhere else. But he didn't. He he stuck around because he knew, and he and he said this on the record that it is best to play. He he's best hockey is going to be playing with Sid. It, that's that's the best decision for him. And it's the best decision for the organization. They've won three cups together. So hopefully we can continue that success. Hopefully the, the continue drive of wanting to win will pay off and we'll be able to get one more for this aging core. Yep. And we will leave it at that. Um, as we said, you know, for weeks and weeks and weeks before we actually got Eric Carlson, hopefully in the next episode we have Eric Carlson. Hopefully in the next episode, Thomas Tatar is a Pittsburgh Penguin. We can talk about that. And what a great addition that would be to this roster, specifically with that bottom or middle six. Um, but all right, I think that will do it for the uh, the Penn show here. Um, again, if you are also a Steelers and or Pirates fan, you can check out those episodes. Um, every time that we post one of these, there's going to be like boxes in the bottom that are like suggested videos. Maybe one of those is a recent episode. I don't even know. I just always pick best suggestion for the viewer. <laughs> so, um, but either way, check out the other content on the channel. Um, 
really excited like i said about doing the show this way going forward check out the links in the description whether that's year six of rocking around the 412 which tyler touched on you know five years of doing this so far raised over twenty five thousand dollars thanks to you guys we're going to get prizes again for you guys coming in here in the near future. I'll start posting what some of those will be and uh, help us give Christmas that is deserved by the, to these kids, um, both local families, as well as the East Rochester with the kids off that angel tree. So uh, you can check that out as well as everything custom designs by Haley. I rock some of her shirts on here from time to time, but also she has a Facebook page. She has an Etsy shop. You can check out her stuff there really good work she actually i think just won best in the valley for best new small business so there you go shout out yeah um but all right uh you can catch us next week for a penguin show or you can also check out a steelers or pirate show in the meantime till then for tyler i'm smitty we'll catch you next time Bye bye